Hey, Richard Kingsmill here with you again. A few years ago, a Perth band called Methyl Ethel really made their mark on the scene with this breakthrough track. It soared high in the Hottest 100 and that repetitive vocal and rhythm made it one of the more distinct hits of 2017. The guy who wrote it is Jake Webb. So what does he make of the success of that song now and why it works so well? See, when I listen back to that song, at times I can, I can hear how it's special, but I, I don't know if it's a trick if it's a trick of the if the success creates like or skews the way that you view it because I can't recall I remember the moments when the song was in its demo form and it felt special but I do feel that quite often about other songs as well so yeah it's 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 hard and I think the success kind of yeah skews the the reading of it after the fact two years on Methyl Ethel have now got a third album and it's called Triage Anyone who knows the TV series MASH would understand the medical reference of the word triage. For Jake, that title worked for a number of reasons. For me, one part of it was I, I kind of I write a lot of songs. I think I had maybe 20 plus to sort of choose and decide from when, when actually putting that record together. So in one aspect, triage is kind of like sorting through uh, in order of importance. So for example, in hospital, patients who require the most urgent attention go through, etc. So for me, I was kind of triaging the songs. That's what I sort of thought, you know. So you were trying to not bring emotion into it and be very logical with your choices. Exactly. Calculated with with logic. But but also the, the, the trio of albums is, you know, was too perfect to pass up as well. Even more so than the last album, this release from Methyl Ethel, here's Jake in full control. He's basically written and performed everything on triage. So let's find out more about how he works and how he feels about this new collection of songs. I've kind of gone through like a whole roller coaster of, of thoughts and feelings about it. And at this stage, I think pretty good is how I feel. It's hard to know. I mean, you kind of get so stuck inside the process and uh, and everything feels good. And, and I guess you wouldn't sign off on it if you weren't feeling positive about it. And then after a few months go by, you start to question everything. And uh, I think that's the stage that I'm at right now. So when did you finish this? So it was finished, I would say, mastered probably August 2018. Right, OK. So six months yes. ago. And that's not ideal, is it? Because six months can be a long time in the development of new ideas and new songs and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it absolutely can, and and I think at least we had had that Splendor show, which uh, we basically came out with a fresh new band, and at least I was able to shift my focus onto to, like performing in, in in a live group and building that. So, but since then, over summer, I think uh, yeah, my my feelings and my creativity has, has sort of drifted in towards sort of new things and thinking about kind of my future. But I'm really happy with the way it turned out. Uh, and I think it's definitely a step uh, forward for methyl ethyl, I think. Absolutely. Listen, I wanted to touch on the future, but we'll do that towards the end of this interview. Let's talk about the making of this record then. Once again, with Triage, this new record for methyl ethyl, it's pretty much all you again, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah, more so than last time, but it's kind of a. I, I feel like it's a blend, a blend of the of the first two records. That that being that the first one I definitely made over a long stretch of time, and you you know with sort of no real plans to have it be released in any you know form format rather than just other than just be on the internet so and the second one was very much a short process with a producer involved so this time around it was kind of a blend of both I've learned a lot of things and but I decided to go back and do it all on my lonesome again yeah but it was a bit of a quicker process than the first time around the first album yeah I I think I, I sort of have uh, a whole host of strategies and and sort of uh, far more methodical than the sort of experimentalism of the first record. Yeah, absolutely. You've you've hit a groove. There feels like there's, I mean, rhythmically there's there's that sort of style coming into the sound of these songs. But it just feels like you've kind of got a bit of a rhythm happening at the moment as a songwriter as well. Yeah, I think that's something I want to just continue to to do. I, it's it's definitely it's definitely something that you hear songwriters say often about continuing to do to 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 write music and produce music is the best way to sort of improve and get better but I think uh for me it's also just every song I I I sit back and pick it apart and think about how I can do things better or, or or learn from my mistakes that sort of thing you know yeah how much do you study other people quite quite a a bit but it's more say for so in most recently I sort of was reading about all of the Tin Pan Alley songwriters and composers and things like that. I, I kind of tend to go more uh, further back than modern pop music. Yeah, right, okay. Because I actually know that you've kind of adopted in terms of writing music a bit of a nine-to-five mentality, which is very much sort of picking up the cues from Tin Pan Alley, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that's, there's, there's a lot that can be gained from that, but blending that in with, with other sort of strategies and 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 leaving the door open for a goodly amount of experimenting I think is is just the way I I think maybe because I kind of don't 100% trust my own instincts like maybe 70 to 90% I trust myself but so taking cues from from like the masters I think is always something that I'll try to do. Yeah, strategies. Do you mean because sometimes you can kind of just fall into a predictable pattern so you're always questioning your ideas? Yeah, well, it, it's exactly that. It's all to stop myself from falling into predictable patterns, although even though my music is all based upon predictable <laughs> patterns. <laughs> well, that's what, as I was talking about, the rhythms, yes, those sort of rhythms are very distinct though. I mean, you shouldn't sort of play those down when you hear what you're doing with methyl ethyl. It sounds really fresh and it sounds different to a lot of other stuff that we're hearing at the moment. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I think because I, I have an inside out sort of view of the music and I know all of its intricacies to hear people say that it sounds like nothing else is perhaps is, is, is a surprise, but it's de- definitely a pleasant surprise. I think that's a big goal of mine to, to try to distort it all a little bit and, and, and sort of forge my own way.
I also find the songwriting behind Methyl Ethel really intriguing. Musically, there's all sorts of twists and turns, but lyrically, there's stuff that exists underneath the surface. So when I spoke to Jake Webb, I wanted to find out when the subject matter for each song actually comes in the process. It sort of is always uh, entering into my life, I guess. It's, it's something that I'm always thinking about. I'll, I'll write notes down when I'm reading books or where I hear a word or if I'm listening to the radio or something. It's sort of those more thematical ideas are kind of bouncing around all the time. Let's pinpoint a song, maybe one that's already been released, because Trip the Mains is a really great moment from the record. It could be, I mean, if you listen to the lyrics and what you're talking about, it's it's a fairly simple song from Methyl Ethel. It doesn't feel like there's there's too much more going on. It could be interpreted as a pretty much a simple love song where you're basically losing or missing someone. Yeah, exactly. My sort of twist on that is that it's more that you're sort of losing yourself or a sense of yourself. <laughs> See, this is, this is, this is where, the, yeah, because I was wondering, there must be a twist in here somewhere because <laughs> for, for me, this is a really sort of straight up song from Jake, but for you, it's, it's looking more at yourself than someone else? Yeah, absolutely. Sort of just, just, just losing, uh, losing touch, I think, with, with yourself. Um, that's, that's the kind of the tripping of the mains. ones which they've been kind of at least one or two on each album that just kind of happened the the lyrics sort of flowed out perfectly so okay we're speaking to jake webb from methyl ethyl you've also said with this album triage it's something of a trilogy with the first two albums so this this feels like it's kind of like the end of a part of your life do you want to just sort of go into that and tell us where this sort of falls into the picture well the more i've been thinking about it lately it's it's that the first album, the second and the third, they, they definitely, as far as the process of creating them all, they all sort of flowed into one another. And looking back on the third, it seems like it's kind of completed or at least uh, improved upon or, or, or found it's the voice of, that the first two were trying to say. And as far as thematically goes, I think I, I've always written from like a sort of a semi-skewed personal experience. So some moments I'm talking directly to people and moments and things in my life. And I think I've decided that I don't necessarily want to approach writing in that exact same way again. Say I don't want to go straight into a a fourth record or another project or something else and just tackle 
those sort of yeah the, the the themes or the actual or the lyric or things like that in that same way so for me if I say that that's what I'm doing it kind of holds me accountable as well as <laughs> as well as it being I think it's it, for me it feels like a, a bit of a closing okay right so maybe a little bit less introspective in the future when it comes to songwriting I think so, or at least there are there are certain devices and and uh, I guess approaches that I use when I'm writing. Say, for example, when I write lyrics, I like to talk directly to the listener, so that's so that it kind of is like a it's like a conversation between the two. So all these kind of things that I've been doing for for many years, I, I think maybe it's time to to try something new. And but also, yeah, there's a lo- there's a lot of kind of personal things that I've talked about and used, I used music as like an outlet for. So kind of want to close a bit of a door on that. What about opening methyl ethyl back up to sort of interaction from other players? Absolutely, yeah. I, that's that's something else I think when I talk about this kind of closing, I do, and I have even started talking to uh, band members and people and, and just talking openly about about working, not necessarily in like a, this is a collaboration, but just getting more people in the room, yeah, as you say, I think that will will sort of, there'll be a lot of benefits to that. Yeah. You think, you think you'll be okay working with other people? Yeah, I think so. And the fact is I, I just have to be, I, I want to push myself to do so, you know. So I, yeah, the, the door, <laughs> the door is, is opening. It's, let's say it's a jar. But uh, it's, <laughs> okay. it's opening. It's, it's opening. The wind might close it shut, but at the moment it's open. Well, look, having seen you play with the band that you've got around you, you've got an excellent band behind you. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree. It's really great getting together with, with these guys to play. Yeah, so the excitement of actually interacting with, with maybe those plays in the studio and also songwriting could, uh, could sort of stretch Methyl Ethel into some really interesting territory in the future. I think so. I think uh, if I if I think I'm working on a side project as well, that's that kind of always frees me up to 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 expand and be really daring with what I do. So let's say that uh, I'll do as many side projects as I possibly can, and then <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, the side projects then become the main part of your career. But don't think about it at this point. Anyway, listen, Jake Jake Webb from Ethel Ethel has been with us on Triple J talking about the third record from his group. Uh, it is called Triage. Can we play the opening song? And let's talk a little bit about this. First thing I want to ask you, as people listen to this track and it gets into sort of like the middle section, they'll hear this really nice build-up of voices. Are these all your voices? They are indeed, yes. That's a nice touch. Did it take long to kind of get that right? Uh, not, not really. I paid attention to to sort of at least uh, arranging the harmonies, but I'm pretty I'm pretty lazy when it comes to doing uh, harmony takes. So if you were to solo them, they're they're a little wonky, but at least <laughs> they're generally around about the you know the the right pitch. And that's the wonderful thing with voices. If you put them all together, they end up sounding really great, really cool. Absolutely, it's the one 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 thing that's kind of quite exciting about doing them is, is having them soloed and. That's great. Okay, so this song is not an overly optimistic way of starting the record, is it? No, I guess not. It sort of sets sets a bit of a tone, or the tone at least that I, I think I have found running throughout all of these records. It's it's this kind of sort of this uh, self-deprecating, guilt-ridden voice. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about it. 
Mm, yeah, you have. I like the song, though. <laughs> the song is great. I mean, it doesn't, you know, I mean, I don't get too depressed from listening to it, but all I come away from is thinking, you know, this songwriter, is he's pretty hard on himself sometimes. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But, you know, I'm working through these things, uh, Richard, <laughs> slowly but surely. It's a little bit of therapy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's, listen, let's, uh, let's get into it. Congratulations once again on uh, this new record, Jake, and... Look forward to seeing you doing lots of shows this year. But here it is. This is Ruiner, the opening song from the new Methyl Ethyl album. And good to speak to you once again. Yeah, thanks for your support, Richard. More of the new music there from Ethel Ethel. That one actually opens their new album, Triage. It's a song called Ruiner. Now, Methyl Ethel have just done the run of Laneway Festivals. They're going to be playing early March at a festival called Panama in Launceston, Tasmania. And then for the rest of March, they're going to tour the UK and US, where their fan base continues to build. Check out more of my recent interviews with the likes of Bring Me the Horizon, Rufus DeSol, Matt Corby, Grace, and also Architects. You'll find all of those in the 2019 podcast feed.